0: You've played the missions, but do you really know the lore?
1: We are here to be your guides, your guardians.
2: This is Guardians of Lore. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, Guardians. Welcome to Guardians of Lore. This is episode 47, recorded on November 24th, 2019, our topic for tonight, today, this afternoon, whatever it is, for us it's almost afternoon, is Letters from Eros Part 1. I am your host, Mrs. Hyvin.
1: I am Elamist. This is Hyvin.
2: All right. So moving into podcast news, we like always encourage feedback. You can find us on Twitter at Guardians underscore lore. Send emails, guardians underscore lore at outlook.com or review us wherever you find your podcast. Um, However, I only have access to checking Apple podcasts and guys, we haven't gotten another review in like two months and it really makes me happy when I see reviews. So if you're just randomly sitting around one day thinking, how can I make Mrs. Hyven happy today? That's how. So yeah, Mm -hmm. there you go. Um, (laughs) You know, just, just in case they are like really wondering like, what can I do today specifically to make I, that weird? I have never happy? thought about that. <laughs> all right, anyways, so yeah. Send us a review. Um, you can also find all of our info at Com alongside many other content creators. Um In fact, we found out recently that someone came and found us through thelorenetwork.com. So if you're also looking to find other exciting people to listen to, follow, or um, just investigate further, go check it out. It's a great platform. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, we had a special episode drop last week in case you guys missed it. It was the audio from the quarterly (gasps) uh destiny quarterly lore review um which we did with a lot of names that are on there um wow yeah they were just as difficult during that thing too
0: (laughs) i like that description we did a thing with a lot of names that were on there
2: on the lore network right okay that's (laughs)
0: good you know i really love when the people who are on there have names and they're on there
2: Look, somebody decided <laughs> to clean out their coffee pot this morning and put vinegar, and my eyes are, like, burning.
0: You are so Those dramatic. are really hard to
2: focus right now.
0: Oh, my goodness. It was a little bit of vinegar, and it was, so, like, 30 minutes ago.
2: I don't so, think you understand.
1: <laughs> we were on the, the video chat with, like, names like My I Miss Bife, Anon Pig, Blue Crew 86, Green Eye Music Lover. Uh... A Rhino six six six.
0: Yep, Baxter and Guardian. Yes.
1: yes. Baxter was, and like, Guardian twenty one.
2: Ten of us at this party. It Basically,
0: was it was Guardians of Lore, loose cannon show, focus fire, focus chat, fire chat,
1: and bife. And bife. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> the is one Baxter man on team. Loose oh, and no, yeah, he is. Oh, he's exactly. also. Yeah, he's also on loose cannon, but he's also a Ishtar Collective himself. Yeah.
2: So. yeah the ishtar collector
0: i love that anon was arguing with the creator of ishtar about what was on ishtar it was (laughs) amazing
2: it was (laughs) great but anyways if you guys haven't had a chance to check that out or you saw a trap and you were like what the heck is this this isn't a normal episode and didn't give it a listen trust me it's totally worth it um lots of fun stuff lots of deep dives so Honestly, still kind of mentally exhausted from it all.
0: Yeah, yeah I was so Going from
2: not-our-speculation to all of the speculation and discussion of the Destiny Quarterly <laughs> Review.
0: For about I, like, three had to take a nap hours. after. <laughs> three solid hours of discussion. It was so great. But I was, yeah, I literally was very... I was physically exhausted after. It was exhausting. The weekend, that was weekend amazing. of podcasting. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah.
1: We like, did six I...
2: hours of podcasting last week.
1: Well, and, like... It was funny because I was gonna edit the the not arf episode that we did, and quite literally I got done with the the quarterly review, and I was like, I will get to it tomorrow.
2: Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I, no even I was tired. I even like went and placed an order for Panera delivery, and I was like, All right, I'm gonna go lay down. Wake me up when it gets here. I'll eat that. <laughs> like yeah. I was just dead. It was crazy, but it was amazing. Totally worth the listen. That's what we're getting at. Um, Yeah, super excited to have been invited. Had so much fun. As exhausting as it was, I would do it all over again.
0: Good discussion, too. really enjoyed talking about the lore, man.
2: Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome, awesome.
1: Uh, The the first half, I was, like, starstruck, and I was sitting there going, should I jump in? Should I not? Let's just see how this plays out. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I thought I was going to be like, oh, I'll just stay quiet in the corner. But then I was like, oh, I have some points. And then once I got comfortable, I feel like I uh, had some pretty, I had, a, I, had a, I had a little bit more, more discussion than I think our focus fire episode. So getting, <laughs> getting more comfortable every time recording with a uh, other groups. So I think we're slowly getting into okay. this, uh, this craft. I
2: was comfortable, but I totally podcasting put up the process of like, I don't feel like I should be talking here.
0: you could be um, fine. You and I love.
2: A- You're going to drop your
0: I don't belong here thing. (laughs) Right?
2: I feel so included and I so, so appreciate it. But it definitely felt like, I don't know, man, like Bife was in that chat. I did not feel like I should be there. (laughs)
0: Right. Got to have a discussion with Uh, Bife.
2: It was crazy, but it was amazing. I I loved every minute of it. And yeah, I think right after I said that, like uh, my instant comfort levels happened. I tried so hard to be professional, you guys. Like, the only time I was mildly disappointed in myself was when I started eating Cheez-Its, but, like, I was so hungry. You were quiet. I didn't
0: even notice. (laughs) I mean, honestly, the reason Elemist was so nervous is because, at least on my screen, he was sitting right next to Baxter. You know (laughs) how much Elemist (laughs) And I shout him out every week. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we were right there with Baxter, dude make made our lives so easy it was really oh, fun though yeah. everyone there it was a thing i i didn't feel you know while it is amazing to be in the presence of a lot of uh, you know lore people have been doing this for longer than us it just felt like hanging out with a group of friends so that was really really fun go hang out um and next time whether or not we're on the next one uh go hang out in the the chat if you can do it live oh, there's a lot of fun guys. there's a lot oh, going mind. on so
2: it was oh, hysterical. Yeah. At one point my I was struggling with my mic and I just like they heard like a small little help come through. Hyven comes in and is now on my camera and they're like, I'm gonna go over on Baxter's camera now. Like <laughs> making jokes. And I was like, Yeah, that is kinda weird. Like out of the ten people we're just chilling in the same house. <laughs> yeah. All
0: works. Right. I'm I'm your tech support.
2: He is. That was a it fun was, rant. Connors are tech support.
1: It was three hours of chatting and jokes and it, it was it was
2: so fun. And it, and it was solid that Conversations too. about poop.
0: Yeah, I did. Right. <laughs> I know, I, my favorite thing was it was like, wait a second. What were we talking about now? We were saying goodbye.
2: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. All right. So, moving on to stuff you may have missed in Destiny. Um, this past week, the final assault on the Vex Offensive. Mm. Um, apparently, a lot of the community called it disappointing. Because <laughs> um,
0: nothing changed. I literally logged in and didn't do it because. But oh, it harder difficulty. It, it was whatever.
2: A boss because. Swap. But whatever, because elements got the undying, undying title. So. Yeah. yeah. Good job.
0: <laughs> I didn't even remember how to do that. Next yeah. week
2: is the final Iron Banana of the season. Literally, it's like the only time I take like a week-long dive into playing, and I'm so freaking excited. Hey but the only downside is is I can't take a full weekend of playing because we're going to Disney World.
0: Yeah. We're going but to... I do
2: have all of Monday off next week. so. I'm going
0: to Star Wars. We're going to Galaxy's Edge, guys. Yeah. Take
1: lots of pics.
2: I would right. say we'll I'm... do, but we really don't. We're so bad about taking pictures on vacation.
0: If I asks for them, I will. Oh. We're doing two escape rooms, too, which is exciting. Yeah. That's kind Ooh. of our thing.
2: It is. I don't know nice. why, but, like, we go on vacation and then do escape rooms.
0: Well, it was an accidental thing. I don't know. It was, now like on we're our really honeymoon, topic, we got a honeymoon.
2: Groupon, and then we got another Groupon to a massage, and we went to the massage, and we said something about the escape room, and they were like, oh, the one in this shopping center? And we were like, no, but we'll go check that one out. And then, like, fell in love. That,
0: and- that was awesome. It was a cool hangout spot, too. So we did multiple escape yeah. rooms there. So we ended up doing, like... Three escape rooms on our honeymoon. And so now, like, for our anniversary, last year or the year before... Our first,
2: not our first anniversary.
0: We went to, uh, like, Bush Gardens, and then down there in Williamsburg, there was also...
2: We did, like, three down escape. there.
0: So it's become our thing.
2: It's we've weird, done, like, ten total, I think. We're also
0: good at them. We oh, <laughs> we break records. Never most got bit. trapped. Yeah, we've never, we've never gotten stuck. Oh, Honda almost got us stuck.
2: Okay, let's not bring it up i tried <laughs> honda it wouldn't work i don't know why and it felt a little racist for them to put honda and the asian themed room
0: yeah it was japanese themed room and one of the puzzles wow. the answer was honda and i was like it's gotta be honda it's the only like word that fits like five letter word that fits she tried it it didn't work 15 minutes later mate probably not it was not that long but a while later i tried i was like okay look give me this thing i tried it again, it opened right away and that was the last thing so we would have placed first in that room, but we couldn't line the letters up perfectly to pull out the key. It was ridiculous.
2: So now you see why this is a sensitive and sore subject. She
0: prevented... I'm competitive. She, she prevented me from first place. I'm just kidding. We had a lot of fun. We still laughed about it. So.
2: We have a murder mystery <laughs> one and a infiltrate and stop like an atomic bomb one.
0: No, the coolest one ever... Was sorry. I know we're off topic, but this is this is pretty fun stuff. The coolest one ever was the place where we were solving this murder or some kind of thing,
2: and oh, we literally my God, pulled up the carpet.
0: And she's like, "I was like, they told us not to, r- to destroy it. Oh, that was like, one. No, we got to rip up the floor. We literally pulled up No, no, no. no. I started floor. ripping up
2: the floor, and he's like, "No, you're gonna break it." And the guy who's watching like comes on the like like little walkie-talkie, and he's like, "No, no." No, no, she had the right idea. She's so not we pulled up doing the floor. property damage.
0: We solved this stuff. Next thing you know, the fireplace that we've been getting clues from, the lights just start, turn off in the room, and it starts flashing like there's like something going on. And then it goes black, and then smoke and starts the- spitting out, and the fireplace slides open. And this is like a s- freaky, And I was like,
2: like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no, you're going <laughs> first through there.
0: <laughs> and of course on the other side is like a like a skeleton or something that kind of like popped oh, out. But it was terrifying. pitch black and it was crazy. And that was the coolest room ever. But yeah, they're fun. They become a thing. So oh, that is. We'll take Ellenist on one.
2: Oh, oh my, my god, god, yeah. Tyson's probably has some amazing ones. There's a bunch there. near near you. Yes. Alright, that's decided. That's instead of movie night, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. You don't,
1: you don't have to to, You don't have to agree.
2: <laughs> you don't have to agree. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking you
1: i've i've only been to one of them and that was in You're... the spy museum oh, cool was
2: I've it with spy was it
1: with a group of people
0: you enjoyed because i know yeah. that like okay because okay. i know like companies do them as like team building exercises and that God, sounds horrible I... um we also <laughs> did one with some friends and family and i felt a little bad because we were going to try to let them solve it but i got in there and i freaked out and i was like babe we got to solve this thing and we kind of ended up doing like everything. going to
2: ruin our record.
0: So I think we ruined <laughs> the experience a little bit. My poor mother was like, it was fun, but I didn't know what was going on. Everything was solved.
2: It was like eight people in the room, which felt like too much. Yeah, we didn't. Right, anyways, you guys. So um, Mrs. Hyvin's Corner. This has been Mrs. Hyvin's Corner on Escape Rooms because I don't have anything. So that's how we're going to tie all this back in to make it apply.
0: Yeah. Mrs. Hyvin's pretty good. She, you know, she surprised me. I didn't know she was gonna be a puzzle master. Actually, I did know she was good at puzzles, but like, she was really good. Our first room was a ten-person room that we beat with 30 seconds left, just the two of us. It
2: was insane. She's and pretty
0: amazing. good at puzzles. She's pretty good at puzzles, guys. So while uh, I was like, if gonna be...
2: test your marriage right off the bat, like, I don't know, it will. So
0: well, <laughs> she, yeah, they gave us a black light, and I started finding things in this like crate box that would like light up that no, weren't no, even From part an of
2: old exhibit. puzzle that they didn't take out of the room. Stupid people.
0: Anyway, Ms. Hive is really good at that, even though she's not good at staying awake on the podcast. We all have our strength. Not going to not
1: gonna lie. Nope. You said black nope. light, and that <sighs> my mind went somewhere else.
0: The room was clean, actually. Well, moving on to our listener Q&A. I do not believe we have any this week.
1: Nope.
0: Um, and Elemis, do you want to cover a brief intro into the topic? Well... Is this is how Ivan deals with dogs?
1: Sure. So, the brief intro to the topic. This lore book is obtained from, quote, experiencing the story of Shadow Keep, unquote. Um, and that's only because, like, I've only been able to figure out how to get the first, like, half of the book, which is what we're covering today. The last half of the book, I still have no idea how to get it. Um, but the entries that we're covering today are actually obtained throughout the campaign, all the quests. Um, and that's leading up to the finale where we go into the, the pyramid ship. Um, each entry is a letter from Eris, either, either to the queen or to Ikora.
0: Sometimes to both, sometimes to neither when she deletes her messages and starts over.
1: Right. this one fairly
0: straightforward I feel like so
1: it will be and I'll be starting off with regarding the great disaster my queen we were right it was under our noses the whole time something lies deep below the moon's surface and I believe it's more important than we initially believed it's something we may not be ready for i've found a pyramid akin to your description it's what we've been hunting for the pyramid has reopened a box in my mind long thought locked its contents frightening and heartbreaking it's forcing me to confront memories buried ages ago people places vile creatures all are rushing to the forefront of my consciousness If it's affecting me like this, what will it do to our loved ones, those we've sworn to protect? I vividly remember the stories from that night. The sky burning green, the roar of thunder ripping through the darkness, and the eater of hope tearing through our ranks. Crota, the merciless Hive Prince whose dark campaign to pursue the Traveler led to the slaughter of countless worlds. All in the name of his father, Oryx, the Taken King. I'll never forget the Vanguard's failed attempt to reclaim the moon from the Hive. The great disaster. We lost thousands, needlessly. I fear we are on the verge of doing so once again. Now the Hive are spreading across the moon, perhaps mounting a defensive or some other insidious machination. We must access the inside of the pyramid by whatever means necessary to find what I believe may be the key to our battle with the darkness. It's too critical to allow the hive to interfere. This is our duty. My fate has guided me here. We will set it right. The price will be high but the alternative is not an option. It will take the collective might of all guardians working together to lead us to a brighter future.
0: So if you've played the story, you're probably pretty familiar with what's going on in this card. Um, We do find a pyramid ship on the moon, which she is referring to being found and relating to the queen. Uh, Two points I wanted to bring out in this card are number one, we had mentioned a long time ago, About in another episode about how Mara had showed us the pyramid ships and we had talked about if that was a vision just for the character or who in fact knew about it well this would confirm that that was information that the queen was holding and showed to us so whether or not we told anyone she specifically says that um, I found a pyramid akin to your description so um, it seems Mara might have even known where to look for them um because Mara was dealing with the emissary in one of those occasions when we went through the portal. Um and the emissary told Drifter about the pyramid ships. So um she might have gotten it from the nine, um, but it seems that she has a lot more information about the pyramid ships than we do. And Eris is still working for her because we see Eris basically finding the ship and mentioning it. Oh, and then the second thing to notice is pay attention as we read through these cards to um, Eris's resolve and the positivity. Um, she starts off here very...
1: Very grim.
0: Yeah, but she's also like a, I don't know, like a vibrato in nature or very... She's very she's ready to go. Um, confident would be, I guess, a good word. Um, but as we go along the cards, I just think I noticed there's definitely a tone change as you get through these. Uh, this is before Eris had the Nightmare's driving her a little crazy. But yeah. And right off the bat, she talks about how we need to get inside the pyramid ship. We need to open it. And it's going to take sacrifice, but we got to do this. So we know that to be the case. If you finish the original story, I hope this is not, I feel like we've waited long enough that this is not spoiler territory since the season's almost over. But yeah, yeah, that, uh, uh, this really describes the prequel to the shadow keep campaign. I would say, actually, you know, that original cutscene a starting cutscene to it, where Eris is walking through like the caves and s- the cave like crumbles and something yeah. like shines through and she hides. I think that's this would have been written like right after she found it.
1: Any- yeah. Anyone else? No. Nope. Uh, no. You you touched on everything. That was pertinent. You
2: took all um. of the points.
0: <laughs> Just trying to be um. uh effective.
2: Just kidding. It was yeah. It was very efficient. We appreciate it.
0: Efficient, that's a better word. How come I can never use the proper word when recording? Man, I don't... It was it arf, it was like, this is the word you were looking for in that episode. I was like, thank you.
1: <laughs> I loved it. Um, I, I actually like how Eris calls out the Vanguard for their failed attempts at reclaiming the moon.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Well, do you think about the fire team, Ares's fire team being like gung ho. That would have never happened if the vanguard didn't send tons of guardians, full force,
1: thousands.
0: Yeah, to to fight. And the only person who seemed to question it was Shaxx of all people. That was what right? blows my mind. Shax, right? the guy who disobeys orders and charged headfirst into the fallen to save the city and reclaim territory. Like you know, during what the Battle of uh, Six Fronts, like
1: Battle of Twilight Gap.
0: Twilight Gap. It wasn't Six Friends. Okay, Six Friends is before. Yeah, so at Twilight Gap, we're talking about Shax who just runs headfirst and, like, reclaims. And now he goes up and he busts into the Vanguard in one of the cars and is like, guys, this is a horrible idea. I feel like there was some problems. Right. Does Shax sound like the reserve, like, calm, collected, we shouldn't do this type because... I feel like if that guy is telling you to slow your roll, <laughs> you should probably calm down and not send, like, Wei Ning head first to headbutt stuff.
1: If if the guy who's completely gung-ho for jumping in face-first is like, wait, we need to stop and think about this, you might need to reconsider.
0: Jeez Louise. At least we got and, cool swords now, though. Shaxx became a swords expert, pretty, pretty much.
1: And... and- <laughs> That, that was true. I mean, it, the first Crota fire team would not have been a thing if the Great Disaster didn't happen. Um, because it was Ariana 3 wanting revenge for waning.
0: Yeah. I'd actually be curious how um, things would play out. We could say that, oh, then Crota would have just rain, rained havoc and done whatever he wants. But honestly, all they did in that encounter was make Crota and Oryx stronger. By sacrificing all those guardians. So, yeah, we just had to go clean up their work. That shows how powerful we have become as guardians, why they call us special. We've also had a lot of help. Like,
2: everything we do is clean up
0: and guidance. People. Yeah. Pretty much, though, we never do any. Oh, well, actually, Crota. I mean, Oryx we did by ourselves. Well, not by herself. Tolan kind of guided us. But, I mean, we were the first ones. As far as like Vault of Glass and Crota, we just learned from the people who failed for us. Yeah, Like, Walt, we couldn't do without Kabir. And we really couldn't do Crota, Crota without Ares. Without,
1: yep. Um, there was also the SIVA crisis. That was... Um, actually, we couldn't have done that without Saladin and Shiro. That
0: is true. That's true. Uh, existing information about SIVA. Yeah, Saladin was what helped us. So uh,
1: in D1, the only thing that we did on our own... I mean, we still had help from Toland, but
0: well, and technically, the Queen and Heiress led us into that whole thing, right? So like we were I just mean, a pawn. We really have been. We did like to talk about how we're like big bad guardian, but uh, we got a little, we got a lot of hand holding going on
1: behind the scenes, yeah, yeah. Um, like at this point, I'm trying to think of anything that was just us.
0: As far as raids, I don't think we've ever been like, let's go there and get that. The only thing, actually, we might be able to claim, Cade had some help in the thing, but actually getting onto Oryx's ship. Uh, Cade provided us with Ares's Aris, ship, but other than that, we broke into the Dreadnought kind of solo. So that was probably one of our biggest accomplishments. Yeah. And then we had all those horribly placed Transmat beacons. That made me laugh so hard. Right.
1: <clears throat> Or like carbide and, too. That was good stuff, man. Just
0: us and Cade.
1: I kind of want to go back to the Dreadnought now.
0: Right? I would love to go back to the Dreadnought.
1: I love how many mysteries and puzzles
0: were on that thing, too. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hey. Segway and perfect tieback. Maybe a pyramid ship could be a new Dreadnought location. Ooh. That would be really cool. Ooh. I like it. Oh, man, that would be really sweet, actually. You would pique really, my interest. Yeah, I'd be really interested <laughs> to explore those halls. Yeah, I'm sure I wasn't the only one where there was like two directions that took you to the same area. You ran like and a different direction I, every time you played.
1: Well, like, I <laughs> or spent, ran back and forth. I spent maybe like 20 or 30 <clears throat> minutes because there were so many different hallways. Yeah,
0: I ran around them all just to see. That's how I play any like dungeon crawler or any kind of game. I always go the wrong way. So that way I can see whatever like side quest mm-hmm. might exist before I go back to the proper proper way. So uh Bungie knows how to get that exploration going.
1: That's why uh, it took me forty hours to finish Pokemon. <laughs> oh,
0: no, geez, you finished it. I haven't even got it. Good job. It's only a week out. You've been hard, yeah. man. I was nah, torn but be- I was there torn with between-
1: people that are done like The first day or 20 hours in.
0: And I'm like, no,
1: I'm taking my time exploring everything.
0: Yeah, I was torn between Pokemon and uh, the new Star Wars. So I opted not to get either. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have a bunch of games already I need to play, and I have a catalog of games that will go on sale for Black Friday that I'll probably buy. And then I'll buy those games when they're on sale.
1: Gotcha.
0: Look, I tied us back into the next card, and then I derailed us, so... You ready to move on to the next card?
1: Yeah.
0: Alright. Our next one is a letter to Ikora. Regarding nightmares. Ikora. The nightmares appear to be extracted from our very psyche. Violent manifestations that wreak havoc, tormenting us with our past trauma. They tease us with a life we once knew, prying into our minds and attacking our most vulnerable points. This assault on our emotions is aimed to weaken us and our sense of purpose. But I will not waver. Emotions can be overcome. I don't fully comprehend the power these nightmares wield, or if they can truly be conquered. But I have yet to meet an enemy who could not be. I cannot shake the feeling that we are being toyed with, that these nightmares are a hindrance to our goal. We must not lose sight of what they are guarding. Perhaps they wish to make us question ourselves and our will to fight, to overcome. Now, I lived in the darkness for years, barely escaping with what was left of my life. The toll it took on me to refortify myself is something I refuse to experience again. If the pyramid is indeed testing us, it will find. We are more than up to the challenge. The Pyramid has also spawned another entity. One that presents a different kind of danger. It does not attempt to harm me physically. Instead, it seeks to wage psychological warfare. A battlefield I have lived on. The Pyramid had the gall to bring Sai mota before me, devoid of her corporeal form, hoping to shake my resolve. I will admit, seeing this phantom was jarring, but the pyramid underestimates my will. It it was almost comforting to see her again. Nothing will break my determination. I cannot allow it. Not with what's at stake. Should we falter, all our work, along with our goal of an existence without strife, pain, or hardship, will cease to be. No one should have to endure what I've lived through. As long as I am around, no one ever will. We cannot acquiesce. We will show them the meaning of light.
2: I really just can't get over the portion of this card where she talks about, like, I lived in the darkness for years. I I went totally like Bane. Like, I was born in the darkness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right. You merely adapted it.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> like, I couldn't I just, yeah,
1: I, July was a mere man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, but yeah. So I got a little stuck there. Anybody else has anything else? I feel like we need to discuss the Saimoda portion of this. Because I feel like <laughs> her discussing the waging psychological warfare and the Sai I feel like I can comprehend that that's, like, an important piece. But I can't tie in exactly how. So if somebody else could do that for me, that'd be super
1: so so these nightmares are um... oh
2: my god <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: what you guys are laughing
0: i was trying to f- i thought i messed something up because you guys are just over here laughing you at did. me I You did. i did not i did not <laughs> <laughs> um so <laughs> okay just so you know i used to say calculator as count for a really really long time when i was younger calculator
2: why?
0: And I refuse to say it right because I guess psychologically I was embarrassed that I was corrected. And so there was something else I used to say too. when my brother. Oh, what was it? The uh, I don't remember something. I used to have. So there's always been words that I say weird, and I will not correct myself because I'm just stubborn. But eventually, yeah.
2: Well, how eventually, do you I feel when I go Minnesota?
0: That's an accent. No, eventually, I do stop. So eventually, I'll probably pronounce nightmare like that. But it's gonna but you got to be
2: stubborn about it for a while. It's like that yeah. shirt that I have that says, like, I'll get over it eventually. I just got to be dramatic about it first.
0: Look, if you want to feel good about yourself. <laughs> I used to be in speech classes when I was in elementary school. So...
2: My little baby... <laughs> I had a pop
0: pronouncing (laughs) thing.
1: Okay. How many years ago?
0: (laughs) Look, I didn't learn. Didn't I never passed? I'm just kidding. I I just ran out of grades, so they kicked me out. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Tell me about the nightmares. It doesn't sound as good. It doesn't feel as good. (laughs) Does sound less weird though.
1: Something happened. Uh, Something occurred to me, like as you were reading it. What if? Because, like, when we see the nightmares, they're all exactly the same or just about.
0: They're pretty close. I, I feel like when we were looking at them, though, we were like, oh, that one looks like a hunter. Oh, another hunter. Oh, that one looks like a warlock.
1: Right. right. But I wonder, like, if it's that person's nightmare, if it mm-hmm. actually you see more detail.
0: Oh, that's true. Which is
1: why she was able to make the distinction that it was Saimoda.
0: Yeah, you're right, because we, we can't tell. Like They all look pretty similar. Right. You, they kind of look class-like, but that's basically it. You know, that's right. a good point. They are supposed to be personal attacks. We have no connection to Saimoda.
1: Right, which is why when they were <clears throat> hanging up by Eris, it was like, well, there's a hunter, there's a titan. <laughs> I can tell who the titan is because there was only one titan. Uh,
0: yeah, I remember like that other one, is that a, is that a second warlock? Is wait. Right. Is Tolan have a Is Tolan back?
1: Right. So I'm wondering if yeah. it's because it it's tied specifically to her if she sees more detail. Because otherwise, how would she know it was Saimoda specifically?
0: Well, you know, she even hears them talking to her, because she freaks out on them multiple times.
1: Right. Um, and, so, and we don't hear any of that. I mean, we yeah. hear Very some some whispers, but we don't hear any actual voice or anything.
0: When you think back, the only nightmares that have been presented straight to us have been, like, the nightmares were, Our like, enemies. Oryx, And, yeah, and those were pretty detailed forms of them, so, um, you know, right. like Omnical and all them, so... We never got to have conversations with them because they never like materialized themselves as something that might freak us out, well, except for the last cutscene. Although that was a full on vision, that one was very detailed.
1: Yeah. Well, and and that wasn't specifically related to nightmares.
0: It was not, but I would argue that it's the, maybe the same power behind. Yeah. The manifestation of some type of hallucination or vision. Oh, gosh. I just said hallucination, and that ties me into the hallucinations that people get from the Vex and things, which ties into the Black Garden and the Pyramid Ships. And the, Oh, man. I really, really am looking forward to what goes on with the, how the Vex get tied oh, into yeah. this. We already know the Hive are. Man. <laughs>
1: well, and, and like, uh, well, and like, as far as how the Vex tie into it, I mean, anybody who's done the raid can see a little bit of what ties into them. But I'm still waiting to see a full-on relationship form.
0: Exactly. I mean, we have the what, the Soul divisive and the Black Garden, kind of being tied to the Black Heart, and, and that kind of stuff. But um, I'm I'm really thinking there might be. I have some other speculations and stuff about that I won't get into. Um, as far as Mrs. Hyven's question, well, not a really question. You mentioned about Saimoda having significance. Did um?
2: I just I just felt like we need to discuss the fact that they were discussing psychological warfare and the significance of Saimoda to
0: Oh uh, Yeah, so Saimoda was one of the Fire Team members.
2: Who okay, that's what I thought. In, her, but in I, the original yeah.
0: to um, Raid. And so she's getting visions of... Yeah, if you haven't played and you only, if you're someone who just listens to the podcast, that's awesome. Because the lore is mostly out of game. But this is one lore book that the in-game stuff does play a big portion. And so at this point, Eris is seen hallucinations if you couldn't have already guessed and she has seen a hallucination of one of her raid members Sai who died a horrible death so um, you can imagine how she said she was almost comforted upon originally seeing them and she had the resolve that she was born in the dark and that she was going to uh, be able to handle this and show them the meaning of light
1: I should not be laughing at that
2: no you should (laughs)
1: Because I'm laughing at essentially the fact that Eris is Bane.
2: She is. Oh
0: well, yeah. I, well, every time I think of Bane, I also undoubtedly think about the um the spoof YouTube video of "What did you have for breakfast? Bagel and cream cheese. Strawberries are packed with fiber." <laughs> oh man. I love okay. that one. I'm ready to move on if you guys are. Oh yeah, so we're this was our first one to Ikora, whereas our last one was to the yes. Queen. So I'm wondering if she's forwarding these emails to individual. I feel like um, it's
2: probably a little more sophisticated than emails.
0: Is that what I said? These emails, these messages.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, because
0: when we get into our next one, we'll see she kind of just like continues on the story, but she's talking to a different person. So in my mind, she would have also sent something similar to the queen. We just didn't get it.
1: Yeah.
2: Cool. 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 All right. Let's move on to the next one. Next, next, really?
0: next email, please.
2: Do you not hear them? I hear. Best part is like Conan's got a bone hanging the out bone. of her mouth, like barking. Like, And I just can't take her seriously because she looks so silly. Oh, did you talk to Bone to be more intense? Did you talk to Bone to be more intense? Okay, well, shut up. <laughs> Mommy's gonna leave now. <laughs> oh, I love discipline.
0: you. I love you. Discipline.
2: <clears throat> All right. My queen. They won't leave me alone. It was only Sai at first. Now Valtarlo joins her, back to torture me. Once more, I'm forced to relive the loss of my old fire team. Their screams of agony haunt me for so long. But never did I anticipate hearing their voices again. The darkness is deceptive and seeks to corrupt from within. It knows just where to strike. Terrible pain has resurfaced from a scar that I assumed had healed. Now something is scratching and clawing its way out. When we went after Crota to seek retribution for the great disaster, we knew there would be risks. We did not know it would be a suicide mission. I'm ashamed to say I never wanted to think about these events again. How can we move on from our past if we continue to live in it? They were the last family I had before my time in the dark. Six of us went in. Only I made it out. Ariana 3, my leader. Our first encounter consisted of an argument over a piece of music I loathed. Ariana was enamored with its melody and sought to convince me of its merits. Her unequivocal honesty in the face of dissenting opinions led me to pledge my total devotion and trust to her. I would hum the tune quietly to myself in the dark, to stave off the madness that was consuming me. Our titan, Vel, was the first to fall. I mourn him to this day and think of his courage in times of despair. We should all be so valiant in the face of overwhelming odds. Today, I will need his example more than ever. Sire's knives were as sharp as her wit. She laughed in the very face of danger. Now, the same laugh that I heard countless times, and that once brought me great comfort, rings painfully in my memory and triggers nothing but anguish. How I wish I could amend that. She deserved more. Poor Omar was skeptical of our chances, yet his bravery endured. Even as his light was pulled from him by the Hive Wizard, the heart of Crota, few possess the fortitude required to press on when all hope seems lost. He has imbued me with the strength to weather the coming storm. And you know Tolin, the Shattered, the mad warlock who knew more than he let on? I had my doubts about him in the past. But time-changes perspective. I now respect his dedication to learning the ways of the darkness and surviving despite them, much as I had to. By confronting me with my lost fire team and stirring up memories so painful, the nightmares only confirm my earlier assumptions. I feel they are trying to distract us, remain vigilant, no matter the cost.
1: It almost seems like she's like looking... Back and she's she's talking about Toland as if he did a good thing. I was I was about to
0: say it seems as if if Eris can forgive Toland, I think we kind of have to to a certain degree.
2: Shut your but, mouth! I will not.
0: I'm just saying he didn't actually.
2: Look, I was surprised when that paragraph took that route too. Think, but well, also, I feel like it did because she's gone through some stuff as well in the darkness. But we
0: had the discussion. But I have the, not. So we I had a discussion use... in the quarterly review, also, just about Toland technically did succeed in his accomplishment, and it might be like for the greater good. We did say but, that objective, yeah. you know, that I guess no? objectively what he did no? was wrong. Obviously, he was it's... not a great guy, but you notice that Ares does not say. I forgive Tolan for everything. She says Look. she respects his dedication to what learning the ways of in the darkness.
2: is yes, it was not all Tolan's fault. But I still don't like him. He's still icky. And you he never just like shuts someone. up when I walk past him.
0: <laughs> now it sounds like personal problems.
1: Right. Um, it might be. <laughs> so looking back over the actual entry, not just the Tolan part. Um, I like how she's going into each Fire Team member. Um, yeah. you know, Ariana three, Getting my leader. Our first encounter consisted of like she's talking about how she met Ariana and she's she's going over, you know, what each of these losses meant to her.
0: I find it ironic that uh their relationship started with a song and it ended with a song.
2: Why'd you have to go there? Oh, down? I didn't go there. They both
0: heard the same song. Only one of them survived.
1: Oh, ow, ow! That hurt me. That it hurt to... her too. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Woo! <laughs> I could not be any more proud of you, Ivan. Um, All
0: right, side so continues. So I'm
1: gonna head out. <laughs> um, God, it. There's just. I'm looking back over it, and I'm like. There's not a whole lot for Vel.
0: No, but I will we get say titan. we have discussed this before, other places, about just the fact that we give him such a bad rep about he was stupid, walked into the door, immediately was killed kind of thing. It does seem that somewhere along he got he got overwhelmed, and it wasn't maybe right at the entry of the door, it, but it was he was the first guy, but it's also because he was the Titan. It was his job to be front runner. It was his job to yeah. take whatever needed to be done. And he was also pinned by the, the freaking Blades axe. So, like, it wasn't yeah. just he got the idiot punched in an exploding thrall or something. So, I feel like he did the takeaway, <laughs> away. I mean, because Aeris talks are about how... What you
2: saying? <clears throat> Sometimes it happens.
0: I mean, Aeris says we should all be valiant in the face of overwhelming odds. But then she also says Tolan wasn't that bad. So maybe she's looking back on this experience with the rose-colored glasses. But I would argue that Vel was not as, like, failed Titan as people like to say. I think he did exactly what he should do and be the shield.
1: Exactly. And and that's exactly why Titans get such a bad rap. I mean, Titans themselves look to be the wall.
2: Tell us
0: we, about Titan. Tell, us. tell us about the
1: Titans. <laughs> so Titans look to be the wall. We protect. <laughs> the wall is
0: literally built on the back of Titans. Oh. <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: Oh my God. Ooh,
0: go back and listen to but the quarterly review.
1: Three hours of amazingness. Yeah, um, but no. So so Titans look to be the wall. We try and and put ourselves between anything dangerous and those we want to protect. So that is what Vel did, and that's why he's the first to fall.
0: Yeah, sometimes it, it involves foolishly running headfirst into danger to give everyone else a little bit more time to think up a plan. Exactly. And you can goof around about Titans be-
2: being the bait. Right here. First player is the bait.
0: That's why you're a Titan, babe. You just don't acknowledge At it. At heart. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, man. That went Let's out well.
2: Move
0: on. Oh, there was something else I wanted to mention. Well,
2: get it in quick before I move on. Wow. Oh, my just the, the cool.
0: fact that.
1: Oh my
0: God. <laughs> wow. Whoa. Oh, my God. And then I have to look at the words that are kind of like underlined the very face. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just we can see that these things are starting to get to her slightly here. Um, yeah. And then at the very end, I mean, she's sending a letter to the queen, but she ends with remain vigilant no matter the cost. You really think she was sending that to encourage the queen? I think that was more um, words for herself.
2: Dude, I feel so like, personal in this card, though. Like, I'm not even going to lie. Sure, so much of sure. this card is like got me feeling some type of way. Um, well, anyone
0: that- who deals with any type of psychological issues in the real world can maybe well,
2: discussing loss.
0: Yeah, that too. Um
2: uh, talking about terrible pain has resurfaced from a scar that I assumed had healed. And now something is scratching and clawing its way out. Like that's how I felt like when I first started like dealing with my dad's death and realizing like when my stepdad kind of like getting real real here. When my stepdad kind of like abandoned me for a bit there like I realized like I had been wearing this bandaid over this like wound all these years and it was like ripped off. And like, again, like terrible pain has resurfaced from a scar that I assume it healed. And like, I had to like re like cope with all of that. And it's so crazy. Cause I feel like that's true. Like you never really get over like death completely. It's kind of like that. Like it's a scar you think is healed, but every once in a while it just kind of gets like scratched open again. But like also she talks about, she says, you know, like i'm ashamed to say i never wanted to think about these events again how can we move on from our past if we continue to live in it because like that's the same thing we try to like bury down a lot of our like emotions and instead of coping with like the loss of people we shove it down and just say like let's not think about it anymore so we can move on like like, I feel like she really went through, like, this process and, like, she never really coped with all of these losses and these deaths. And, like, because she was trying so hard to move forward, she never really gave them their time of, like, coping and really, like, sorrow for them to she actually never... truly move forward. And well, she never
0: it. got a chance. She was trying to survive Yeah, Exactly.
2: Well, like, yeah. and I just, like, I don't know, like, it just hits me really deep. Like, it makes me think about, like, my mom. Like, my mom's never really, like, dealt with my dad's death. Like, she had three kids. She didn't have time to sit there and, like, really, like, feel, you know? And, like, I yeah. don't know. Like, it, it. it's all, like, like, the anniversary of my dad's death is in, like, four days. So that's why it's, like, all real prevalent in my mind right now. Um, but, yeah. like, it's really crazy. Like, this this writing is about... A to Fire Personal. team where we all say, like, oh, this is great, like, writing, this story's great, like, sci-fi, fantasy, like, da 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 But, like, no, this is, like, really legit to how, like, the human brain, like, works and feels and thinks when it's talking about coping with death. Like, and we're talking about, like, she's looking back on these people with rose-colored glasses. Like, how do most people discuss people who have passed? Like, with rose-colored glasses, you only discuss the good things. You never talk about the bad. Like, it's yeah. so crazy. This card is so, like making me feel some type of way. Like, not really bad, but, like, I'm just, like, really, like, psychologically processing this card. and Reflecting
0: on the reality of, like, life and how...
2: Yeah. I really like how the bungee writers really, like, put stuff like this in here. Like, I can feel this so hard.
0: Well, you know, that takes me back to just not necessarily... Kind of off of what you're saying, but I was just... Just how good this writing is about making this real. I was thinking back to us on the quarterly review, how we just spent three hours in-depth discussion on something that's technically all oh, fictional, but we were discussing that as if we were diving into historical record to so, yeah. like, look yeah. up and distinguish a timeline of some events that happened at like the beginning of time. And like when we discuss this as the lore community, I mean, I get into this stuff almost more than like <laughs> real-life discussion with people sometime, and it's because it is an outlet to have real... Point real story and real like human emotion and just you know understanding all the kind of stuff it, it's just written to be a real they've really crafted a world
2: yeah uh, well, and it's not just a short story like,
0: it's not just a campaign when I tell,
2: like certain people sometimes like, know that i have this podcast and like, <clears throat> that we discuss it they look at me like i'm so weird like you guys are spending hours of your time deep diving into a conversation like Of something fake like and they think it's weird because it's a video game but like I've started explaining to people I'm like it's kind of like a book club like it's the same as how people sit around and read a book and discuss a book I said you know nobody looks at people weird when they read a book and discuss like the real life like comparisons and how like the literature like can really make somebody feel about their actual life you know like and it's the same thing there is no difference here like what now that I've started telling people like like it's just because it's a video game does not mean that it is not good writing. And I explained to them, it's similar to a book club sitting down and really like diving into the comparisons of life and what the story is getting at and all of these meanings and how there are all of these little things that we can pull out for our benefit, you know, like, it's just like literature class growing up in high school, you know, (laughs) like breaking it down, looking at the protagonist and the antagonist and all of that. Like, you know, I, I've seen people's, like, wheels turning and kind of being like, oh, I kind of – I get it more. Like, I understand why you enjoy it more. Like, giving them that comparison. Because, like, that's really what it is.
1: Yeah.
0: No, yeah, you describe that really good. I mean, it's it – it becomes real.
1: And it's just – we broadcast it to the world.
2: Yeah, it's just getting lost <laughs> in a good book. That's what we're doing here.
0: I mean, yeah. what, isn't a, what is a, a book club if not the opportunity to talk? about it with your friends we just happen to have like millions of people in this community you know so
2: like and it's crazy because it's like okay we also just happen to have a video game where we can immerse ourselves in the world like you're telling me all those middle-aged women who are obsessed with pride and prejudice wouldn't love like a way to immerse themselves in that world please
0: i mean that's true i mean not only (laughs) that's why it's great because there are people who might not be great at video games or get that far into video games but there's a full story you can play and if you just love to play the game you play the game, and then you also realize every once in a while that there's this really cool story involved so I mean I think video yeah. the stories told in video games are not credited you know we don't have there's no award show for um video game writing, but honestly, I think it, it is be. more involved <laughs> for sh- maybe it's it's comparable to a book, but it's definitely more involved than in a movie um you have
2: Are you kidding me? The amount of people who want Destiny to be put into a real book or movie because it is such an amazing story. This would be like such a crazy like trilogy of movies.
0: Books, they could add. They could add stuff too. But just the fact that like this is like a ten year movie because it's a book and a movie. There's also cutscenes and things. So I mean, it's it's a lot of work. It's definitely uh,
1: (laughs) Destiny. It's real craft. Destiny is the video game equivalent of the MCU
2: but like for real (laughs) like that's exactly where my brain's at I'm like can we get them as many movies as the MCU has because they would be baller
0: I mean pretty much I mean those are based off tons and tons of comics at some point we'll have that much story
2: well and
1: like all these stories are are intertwined in different ways and like so I mean you've got stuff that, that predates you know our guardian but then you've got stuff that directly ties into that somehow. And yeah, it's just, it's,
0: it's, it's awesome. all so good. All right. We should probably move on then, huh?
2: Yeah, we could go on this rant for forever, ever.
1: Yeah.
0: But hey, it, hey, it's always good to tie things back into the real world.
2: Oh, yeah. I think being able to show like real life application to any kind of literature, even video game literature, is really important because I think at a certain level I think the writers are specifically adding these complex pieces of the story in there for us to get something out of it perhaps this is something that the writer personally has struggled with
1: yeah and I know that that like everybody deals with loss somehow in their their, in their lives
2: yeah um so like it could be a way of them like Helping people learn how to cope with it through a video game. Understanding, like, like we've always said, you've got the platform, use it, you know? Helping yeah. people understand it in a way that can be explained to them, such as a video game.
1: And, and that's why I, I really like how they've evolved Eris' story. Because she's, she never really had the time to cope or to, to deal with the loss of her fire team. Mm-hmm. Until now
2: yeah exactly it's like you said like she's never had the time to stop and really like examine it right But yeah that's also why
1: i love the luna's howl and not forgotten
2: yeah i don't have any of those so (laughs)
1: we we will definitely be diving into crucible (laughs) pinnacle weapons soon
2: because that seems like an elemis pet project
1: it's Honestly, Luna's Howl and Not Forgotten is probably going to end up being like one of our one-off episodes.
2: That ends Simply up being be- super long? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Just you mean episode 49? Ooh. Oh, my. We said why we did a one-off. Why? Before before
2: oh, my. Because throw- so cool. of Elmas' <laughs> face. <laughs> Anyways, before <laughs> we get too far down that tangent, why, <laughs> why don't we have Almas read the next card? Okay.
1: Yeah, and then I'll get started on new show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Regarding Omnigal, Will of Crota. My queen, Omnigal, The monster Crota's sycophantic zealot. Mother to Crota's hellspawn. Murderer of my friend, Psy. Omnigal wrought terror throughout the stars and brought about the loss of countless lives. She was ultimately defeated by a brave fireteam of guardians, who drowned out her screams with a maelstrom of bullets and vengeance. Now her wetted shriek pierces my ears once again. The pyramid is playing its cards and going all in, as Cade 6 would say. Oddly, I find myself thinking of him more now that he is gone. I suppose I've grown closer to other guardians and the vanguard than I realized. If the pyramid is dragging the nightmare of Omnigol into the fray, it tells me one thing. We are getting closer. I am aware that these nightmares are not truly what they represent, but the mind can be fooled, even momentarily. In those moments lies all the destructive power the darkness hopes to exploit. I fight back, but the nightmares grow stronger. I worry how long I can bear the weight the pyramid places upon me. These memories seek to tear me apart, my queen, and the familiar pang of weariness rears its ugly head. I will do my best, knowing it will not always be enough. For now, I assume the worst is yet to come.
0: So, this is what I had mentioned before about the tone slowly changing. I feel like her resolve is Definitely weakening in a way. Yeah. Um, and also just the fact that I think it's all making her very sentimental. She's even referring to, like, Cade and her relationship with the Vanguard and how she's gotten close to people who are alive also. Um, not just dwelling on, you know, the losses that she's she's dealt with. Um, and she just says, I worry how long I can bear the weight of the pyramid places upon me. So... Like I said, she's starting to, like, really, really feel this. And then, of course, we have Omnigul showing up. And it is interesting that uh, the Nightmares do have the ability to actually hurt us physically also. Um, Eris seemed to be getting only psychological from the fire team. uh, But these other Nightmares actually actually attack and can kill us. So I find it interesting that they are battling on multiple fronts. And um, definitely a force to be reckoned with.
1: It, yeah, it, these nightmares are, are both psychological and physiological attacks. Yeah. Um, I mean, heck, we've got Omnigal, Crota, Gaul, the Fanatic. Yeah. And, and those are all actual embodiments of enemies we have fought. And it, it's exactly like how we fought them. You know, it's it's an actual attack an actual
0: physical yeah, attack. I think back that there's, you know, there's a psychological aspect to that too. Cause when you think back to our fights with some of these individuals, um, they were either, you know, we were at a light level where this wasn't just, a, you know, a cakewalk usually for all these enemies. And um, at one point every enemy was difficult and there was a certain level of anxiety. And so you can think to yourself in game, if you were that character, uh, you would have been stressed and probably a little bit scared fighting and doing this kind of stuff um so when it they come back and you see them existing you know basically in the material world a second time if that doesn't mess with your head a little bit and throw you off your game you know you're we're amazing but (laughs) i mean even Omnigul, you remember the original when Omnigul first came out doing it at nightfall where you would get sent back to orbit and like it was very difficult i don't remember what mode we were doing if it was a a harder version of it or what but there's a it period was just of time the nightfall. i think it was just the nightfall where those like thrall would would one shot you pretty much that would run at you we would hide in that back room and omni goal was was scary it was it was intense um yeah so
1: arc burn and yeah. uh chaff where like you had no radar yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it was rough man so um you know it definitely is something that you know, while we, go, we, while we run in there and we're like, ah, we're just beating some people. If you think back to, at least if you played Destiny 1 and you did these encounters originally, uh, you know, imagine your guardian doing that, like, actual in-game, no fourth wall break. Like, that would have been very stressful to not die. <laughs> and now well, you have and, to fight them all again. <clears throat>
1: you well, know, and, and I'm, I'm starting to look at this as, like, why do they choose the enemies specifically that we are fighting? And some of them are actually tied to actual, like anxiety level attacks that we've gone through.
0: I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was trying to get at too. Yeah.
1: Um, but no, so like, look at Gaul. Gaul took away our light. You know that that was serious. You know, anxiety causing. You know, or, or that, that seriously just caused a lot of anxiety, or it could have caused a lot of anxiety. Um, it, the Fanatic, you know, that was right when Aldrin Hated killed Kay. Yeah. So, like, I'm starting to relate some of these back to actual things that have happened to our Guardian.
0: Yeah, they were all intense. I mean, heck, our guardi- it made our Guardian talk for the first time in five years. We must have been feeling it. So, right. <laughs> I mean, and we have to relive some of these things, so it's pretty crazy. But you know my favorite part about this, is we'll get to, actually, is uh, when we get to Tanix, though.
1: That'll be next episode.
0: <laughs> yep. I love the Aris's words about that one. <clears throat> Regarding the Hidden Swarm, my queen, Crota's minions emerge once more. The Hidden Swarm that previously served Crota has banded together once again. Leaderless, but not purposeless. The energy emanating from the pyramid has apparently attracted undesirable attention. If I am struggling to understand its potential, I wonder whether the hidden swarm has even scratched the surface. Nonetheless, the pyramid arrived on the moon well before Guardians set foot here and remained unseen by us for eons. I spent years trapped in the Hellmouth, and all the while this force was buried beneath me, hidden by the Hive. If only I had known. How long has the Hidden Swarm been experimenting with the Pyramid's power? For all the Hive's efforts, they fortunately do not seem to have succeeded in penetrating the Pyramid's walls. Now that the Pyramid has activated, I sense a certain desperation in the Hidden Swarm. The Hive are frenzied. Their rituals and the appearance of Crota's daughter, Hashladun, suggest that either the Hidden Swarm is seeking leadership, or it is so malleable that anyone desiring an army might claim them. We cannot underestimate the Hidden Swarm. I know far too well what kind of damage these Hive are capable of. Too many victims have fallen to their bloodlust. I've lost so much. Because of them, I lost my ghost. I lost my eyes. They assumed me beaten. They were wrong. I used their own dark magic against them, surviving and learning their tricks. I know where they are weak. A place only mentioned in whispers. The catacombs. It is there that unknown shadows lurk performing the most depraved rituals imaginable. Should some malignant force rise from the darkness to guide them? I shudder to think what this brood could achieve. This must never be allowed to happen. The Hive may have suffered a momentary loss and could attempt retaliation, but now is our time to strike. No more distractions. We must get inside.
2: So I'm not gonna lie. What I got from this card was Pyramid, Pyramid, Hive, Pyramid, Hive, Pyramid, Pyramid, Hive, Depraved Rituals, Hive, get inside.
1: What? And don't forget hash brown.
0: Oh my god. Oh hash brown's sound good.
2: Toto burgers. Anyways, another point. Um oh and catacombs.
0: Yeah. So what are you saying you didn't understand what was ha- she was saying?
2: It was just a lot of like The Pyramid's awakening and the Hive is mad and armies are crazy and destruction is coming!
0: Okay, well this this one is one of the more interesting ones to me because it ties in...
2: Break it down, babe.
0: Well, it ties into what you've already heard me talk to you about. This ties into... You you talk
2: about a lot of things.
0: (laughs) The Inquisition of the Damned Cards. Oh, yes. Lore-related stuff. Remember I gave you that crazy thing going on? So the that refers to a lot of the stuff here. The hidden swarm refers to Crota's basically army without a re oh, that's his
2: Oh Oh okay now I remember the conversation we had.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Talk the me hidden a So the hidden swarm is basically Crota's brood. And that's his like kinda like lineage or at least his group. So they are basically having these pit fights to try to figure out who can become a leader. Well Hash Ladoon and their I don't know. I don't even know what you want to call it. It's a it's a group of like higher officials practically in the high just watch and are just hoping that they can kind of bring back Crota or Oryx and all this various stuff. But anyway, Ares is mentioning about how the Hidden Swarm currently have no guidance and that that they're going to be getting back together and organized soon and that we need to strike first. Now, also the whispers, only mentioned in whispers, the catacombs and those depraved rituals, well, if you go back, if you've read Inquisition of the Damned, which we will go into in a like, five-part episode or something crazy, because <laughs> it's long and I can talk about it for a long time. Um, a long yeah. time, you
2: guys.
0: There That's are really some long. depraved rituals going on that are new to even, we haven't even seen before, that are even pretty new to the Hive. So. Um, at this point, she comments that they ha- are kind of frustrated. They've had this pyramid ship. It's been underneath of us the whole time. Before D1. Before probably Crota even got there. The Great Disaster. All that stuff. And the Hive had never opened it to our knowledge. And it opens for us. So that's Oof, her saying pissed. we gotta get in there and do this before they get organized. <laughs> so that's my rant about this card. Hopefully that Maybe clears things up for you. I don't know about anyone else, but
2: it cleared up a tish bet because of previous conversations we had. For the rest of you who are still confused, sorry. Stay tuned for Inquisition of the Dam.
1: Yeah. Um I like how how Eris talks about the fact that like even though they're leaderless, you can't underestimate the hidden swarm. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of that crazy
0: stuff is happening with them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, I a lot would of that comment.
1: It boils down to Inquisition yep, of the Damned.
0: Yep, I would comment on because I know some of our listeners come from Focus Fire Chat. If you haven't read Inquisition of the Damned, I don't know if they've re-updated, but when Focus Fire Chat did Inquisition of the Damned, it had not released the full story. Um, so if you listen to that episode, it leaves you on a cliffhanger. Go read the rest of the cards.
1: Those last five entries.
0: Because those really change things a lot and i hope after i I would actually like to be one of our one of our first ones we do maybe after our 50th but uh we'll figure that out when we throw up our poll but yeah it's a crazy story and i think if you don't know what we're talking about go read inquisition of the damned or listen into the focused fire chat episode or wait for our episode but yeah
2: or hit us up in a party sometime they'll talk that's true that's true.
1: Yeah. <coughs> oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> That's the benefit of our Discord now and being able to find us on multiple platforms is you, if you can catch them, they'll chat to you about this
0: stuff. Yeah. Trust I have you. trouble typing, like, thoughts out. I have a disconnect. So, lore chat, I don't know if I'm going to get into Inquisition of the Damned in hard detail with you, but if you want to discuss it, we can party up for some of that.
2: So there you go. Those are your options for further information regarding these cards.
0: Anyway, um, other since we're still on letters from Ares. Do you yeah. have anything else to add on that card,
2: mm-hmm.
0: other than um, Hive Pyramid, Hive Hive Pyramid Pyramid Hive Catacomb Whispers Pyramid Get Inside.
2: Look. It's... And hash
0: brown. <laughs> hash brown. Sorry, I
1: forgot about hash brown. Crota's daughter, hash brown.
2: Pretty good, I think. I I think that was the pretty total explanation i don't i don't think any more <laughs> is needed i think that was solid yeah regarding the spread of nightmares Cora it's spreading the nightmares have begun propagating on celestial bodies well beyond the moon is the pyramid's power growing or have we simply overlooked how far its reach extends neither answer would provide much comfort the plague of nightmares continues to grow as the pyramid exerts its influence. We may not be able to defeat the distractions, but Vanguard's support in suppressing its- this mounting threat could be of great use. We can provide a distraction of our own while I focus my attention where it is most desperately needed, uncovering the secrets inside the pyramid. I sense there could be a greater danger lurking in the darkness, and the pyramid may just be our key to stopping it. Every moment that goes by, we become more vulnerable, and our allies further endangered. I fear for my friends. This is the price we must pay, however. If we are to ensure a brighter future for us all, we will have to endure a darker present. But if they are trying to break me, they will have to try harder.
1: I'm I'm trying to think of like what other places we've seen nightmares. (laughs) I know on IO
0: lost sectors on a lot of the planets. they are yeah. just some lost sectors just have okay. nightmares in them. They're on the EDZ also. Okay. There's some quests somewhere. I don't remember what it's for. Maybe for the rocket launcher Death Singer, but you have to go to other planets to do some stuff at some point.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I, 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 there's not like any big named entities, but there are some right. basic. Yeah, some basic ones.
1: Cuz like I, I was thinking if it's on Earth, like, if we see nightmares in the tower, mm. like, that could really screw people up.
0: That would be crazy. That's what they should have done for the Halloween event. <laughs> Instead of oh, the... Man. the bum, bum, bum ba da dum dum music, they could have just thrown, like, nightmares screaming into your ears. But that would have scared too many people, so... <laughs>
1: right, right. Um. But, yeah, that that's that's the only bit that I latched on to was the fact that like the propagating on celestial bodies well beyond the moon.
0: Yeah. I focused in on that too. And also the teamwork that's going on here. Um, whether or not, you know, the queen might not necessarily be working directly with us, but one of her agents is working with us. Um, and it's not like we're being used. These communications between Ikora and the queen both seem equally as uh, personable, um, and i love that she's basically asking for the vanguard's help in taking out some of these lesser nightmares so that we the, uh, the the special guardian can help focus on this pyramid ship which is more tied to our work with the queen so i love that there we're kind of it's a battle on two fronts we're fighting from inside and we also have help i mean honestly when, that first mission when we stormed the moon there are frames fighting you know, they purposely make it so a bunch yeah. of other Guardians are in there fighting with you. And it, it's really, you get that feel that everyone is just trying to help out so that, you know, we can rush in and find that Pyramid ship originally. So I think it's kind of cool to see. This is the first time we have seen a full mounted assault since Gaul kind of decimated the city. We're starting to kind of pick up the pieces and form a true Vanguard. Because we haven't seen a lot from the Vanguard. You know, they've even talked about breaking up the Vanguard. So... Other than just them standing in the tower, how much action have we really seen? And now they're actually sending out troops and frames to help fight. So I think that's kind of cool. And we're seeing a, a, kind of like a unification of some of the forces towards the darkness. I like any time yeah. back to the queen because I am just think she knows what's going on and she's fighting for the greater good. See, you could argue this is going to be not so favorable. right for this? right for this? You could compare... Now, hold your, your gasps. You could compare Mara to Toland almost in a way, because they're both working for the greater good, but they're definitely a little focused on themselves at the same time. I think a lot of people think of Mara, well, not a lot, but some people think of Mara as a villain because people think that she uses us and that she keeps secrets from us. I don't think so, but I'm just saying I always like to try to keep the perspective that everyone's thoughts and ideas have different merit. And while Toland is kind of just not put together, and Mara is just pretty amazing, um, I like when we get to get a little glimpse into helping out Mara because I think like Toland does, they have a purpose for the greater good, and we kind of at least can play a small part in that. We play a bigger part in
1: Mara, I think, but. But see, the big difference between Toland and Mara is that Mara has forethought. Like, she's, like, got, okay, okay, once I actually get to this step, what comes next? Tolan was like, alright, this is my end goal, what now?
0: And I think that's the best way to put it. I think Tolan's issue was he was just so desperate for an end goal, he didn't have any plan on how to get there. And even when he got there, he wasn't sure what to do. And so it puts him in the negative light of he was just being selfish to get to one point. Whereas Mara, when you look, stand back, you're like, wow, she's like a genius orchestrating all this stuff. She's also had like possibly thousands of years, hundreds to thousands of years to just plan and get to know her own brain, the brains of everyone else around her. Other smart people, too, man. She's she's fought with the best in mental warfare.
2: She sleeps with the best, too. Uh,
0: my head sounds like it, yeah.
1: This is amazing! Um, but and, yeah, yeah, that was my buy-in
0: like, to help in on the queen.
1: And, and like, Mara might be using me, but <laughs> I'm alright with that. <laughs> Shaxx doesn't seem to mind. The problem with Shax or Torito, is that he just latched on way too quick, and... He can't differentiate between physical release and uh,
0: oh love. I don't know if he's in love with Mara, but he at least has some infatuation. He with was.
1: Her. He was.
0: Mm, he had some feelings. Yes. Yes. Anyway, now we're getting into ties just to talk about Mara on this letter as to Ikora.
1: Problem? As if there's a problem with that. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. That's it for this episode. Mrs. Hyvin, you still with us?
2: Yeah, just down on my desk. Well, hand. do
0: you want to close us out with some You know it. Next week and outros and all that good stuff?
2: Yeah, so I just closed out my show notes uh, on accident. Anyways, general reminders um, are typically to <laughs> head us up on Twitter um, via email or the Discord. Um, Additionally, leave us a review if you want to make my day. But, you know, if you don't, that's cool. Whatever. I don't care (laughs) about you either, I guess. Jerk face.
0: Wow. (laughs) Well, if you want to write her a response to that, remember the Twitter is at guardians underscore lore. And, if and you the want email to tell
2: is it. at guardians underscore lore at dot Not at, sorry. Guardians underscore lore at com. And Where Discord, I tell, I you can sure. find through Twitter or searching us. I don't actually know how you find a Discord server. Show it a link.
1: Through Twitter, um, I put oh, it in the, the description us. of the episodes. Yeah, episode note.
2: There you go. That's what you need. Um, Anywho, so there's that. Um, Elmas, you got any shout outs?
1: Ishtar Collective, as always. And the pretty girl. Um, the pretty girl, as always. <clears throat> she's had a rough week.
2: She has. And she's extra super-duper fabulous, and we love her so much. Absolutely. So, yeah, there's that.
1: Uh, and shout-out to my brother. Um, He's graduating soon.
2: Yay! Uh,
1: and he's, like... A ball of stress.
2: I bet. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, shout out to you, buddy, even though you probably won't hear this for some time.
2: <laughs> right. All right, Hyvan, you have any shout outs?
0: Sure. Uh, shout out to our community, everyone there in the Discord. Um, I have, haven't played with or talked to anyone for a while. Um, work has been very busy for me. I've been traveling. I'm working longer weeks, which means every single day is longer um yeah so things have just been busy so i feel like i've and then honestly after all the uh recording and lore this past weekend i've kind of just tuned out of everything for a while so i'm glad to see that like our discord still seems to be going and uh, people are enjoying themselves and um welcoming new people um shout outs to orchid and uh not r for really really helping with some of the being the moderating um we've also had a couple other people I think I've seen, I just checked Twitter briefly to see some other people kind of like shouting us out and helping to promote. Um, Definitely thank you um, for all the help regardless of if you're moderators on the Discord or, you know, helping out in any regard with the podcast. We really appreciate just the community as a whole and you can always feel free to, you know, help out where you feel you can and, yeah, hopefully you know, you guys will stick around and we'll be able to grow and get more help and more community uh, awareness and stuff like that. So yeah, once again, shout out to our community for not disappearing because the discord still (laughs) seems to have members and we still seem to have listens. So that's really exciting. And um, yeah, yeah, once again, a shout out to uh, the quarterly lore review team. That was a a load of fun and uh, look forward to hopefully maybe uh, the next one. Yeah, that's it for me.
2: Um. (laughs) yeah um shout out to everyone on twitter and the discord just like Ivan said it's been a really crazy week um work's been really busy I feel like I have not been super attentive to either so I do apologize for that got some family stuff going on that's been a little crazy and could potentially wind up a little bit more um so just thank you for being patient with me and understanding I've been extra hormonal lately too as the anniversary of my dad's death is coming up so um it's been easier for me to tune stuff out um but I want to say thank you to both my awesome co-hosts um Elmas for being so patient with us this week in regards to recording schedule and everything and um just us being super (laughs) non-responsive um you know anyone including poor Elmas yeah huh
0: is it in, in, non-responsive to anyone, including Port Elimist?
2: Yeah, like, and just being there for, for me, um, always, you know, just offering, like, any support and love wherever you can. I really appreciate it. And to my amazing husband, who's about to go on the first family vacation with, me and my family he's never been on one my family and I have not taken a family vacation in about 10 years so this is going to be going a little to weird Disney
0: World. Yeah, going going to hang...
2: Disney
0: yeah I, I don't really hang out with her family too much just because of like drama in the past we all get along now but it you know took a little while and um yeah
2: definitely. I've always got
0: along with her siblings but like I used to hang out with her brother more And I'm about to be in a 13 hour car ride to Florida with Mrs. Hyven, myself, and her sister. So, when Mrs. Hyven is sleeping in the car and one of us is driving and has to keep the other awake, I don't know what me and her sister are going to talk about, but uh, that might be a fun.
2: I don't know either, but he's been calling me a bite ever (coughs) since we hung out last week. Um, This quick. So they're not allowed to hang out anymore, actually. So they're not allowed to talk during that. But I really appreciate it because um, this trip is actually going to be happening on the anniversary of my dad's death. So it's going to be a very beautiful time for my family to come together and really just love one another and be together um, and support, especially in the light of some other stuff going on with my family. It's going to be a beautiful time. And I'm really excited to have um, Hyven there with me. And we're going to get some of our own date night time as well. So I just thank you to him for Going on this very crazy four to five day adventure with me and my family because I know it's about to be kind of stressful. Yeah, but they were very,
0: exciting. very generous and kind, and are actually paying for the whole thing as a early anniversary gift. So not yeah, that any of them listened to it, but thank you. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> yeah. Disney World. I'm going to Galaxy's hedge guys. I'm so excited.
2: Yeah. So um, just like I said, thank you to everyone. It's, it's been a rough week. It'll probably continue to be a little bit of a rough week. But your guys' love and support really do mean a lot. Um, I, I can't even express it without potentially starting to tear up. So I'm not going to continue any further because I've been doing good today. No tears. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, so with that, I think it's time to close it off.
1: Sounds good.
0: All right. Bye, guys. Take
2: care. Thum thum bum. Bye. Good more. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I had a cough stuck in my throat.
1: Good more. Nope.
2: You know and a car's like going to drive by vows.
0: right as you get it, like, towards the end of that. And it's going to be like, We're
2: right literally halfway through our wedding vows repeating them, and I couldn't remember the line. And I was like, nope, I'm going to need that again.
0: Well, no you're though, so you just yelled, nope. And it was just like, all right, I guess this is over.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Runaway bride time.
0: Okay. I will be honest. Hi, this Callie. season was doing? fun at the beginning.
2: Callie is standing on my table, you guys.
0: For me, the lore has been the thing. I haven't actually played as much in-game. Is she walking on your table?
2: Yep. Get her off! What are you doing, hen? Come here.
1: Come here. You might want to restate that, Hyven.
2: <laughs> your table! Ding.
1: No, what the other you? thing!
2: <laughs> no, that's what he means. He's finishing the sentence. Get her off your table.
1: No, because she was starting to talk to Callie as you were talking about not playing the season. Oh.
0: Oh. Okay, that's nasty. Can you? Okay, nope. Those are some lucky noises. They, those do not, I can confirm, those do not spice up the podcast.
2: Those do, however, get you kicked from the Discord.
0: <laughs> yes, that's right. We talked about that.
2: <laughs> Someone was like, please add that to the rules. <laughs> okay,
0: no, I All hope right, to get anyways. back into the plane, and I probably will do that with next week. <laughs> The room was clean, actually. Oh man.
1: <laughs> What's funny is I heard her through your mic, Ivan.
0: <laughs> Whatever Callie sees is needs to be get got. What? The dog outside. So it happens when you leave the blinds completely open. They're enjoying the sunlight and you are too, but they go crazy. Yeah, Callie, I'm looking at you.
2: Now, the same laugh that I, I don't know, I just, I got tongue-tied on myself.
0: I was wondering, you read that right, until the blah-blah-blah-blah part, that one wasn't in there, but.
1: You got this.
2: I have a different script than you, actually, it is. It's in
0: there. (laughs) No wonder I keep saying Nightmare.
1: (laughs) I figured that was artistic. License? Royalties.
2: Yeah. I'm getting
1: paid royalties?
2: Yeah. Yeah, liberties. (laughs)
1: That's the word I was
2: looking for. Man, I'm on it today. Not with my reading. Just figuring out the right word.
1: (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, you're fine in conversation. When it comes to reading, you can't say half the words.
2: (laughs) These dogs are also super distracting. But actually, not
0: ideologies. (laughs)
2: Ooh. All right. I'm going to start the whole paragraph over.
0: Oh, I can't hear
1: you. Ah, there we go. Accidentally muted myself.
0: Okay. You're back if you're there.
2: Not sure if you're just like laying on your bed playing Pokemon. If you're if you not there, goal. then
0: we'll just whisper.
2: Real creepy like. Hey there, man. How's it going? Hey there, big Play, play.
0: Miss you. Hope you're getting that sword slash shield on. I don't know which
2: one you're playing, but I haven't
0: seen play playthrough, maybe.
2: I know.
0: Right Too bad there's not really a great starter. They all look pretty bad. Seems like grass Pokemon is the only option once you look to the evolved forms. Shut up. The fire one's literally wearing shorts. That's a Pokemon. Pretty bad. (laughs) Lately, honestly, the starters are never as good as they used to be in the original days. Honestly, their new Pokemon development kind of just went downhill as they had to create new ones. Remember Trubbish? He's literally a trash bag. And his evolved... No, he's a trash can. His evolved form is garbage, and he's overflowing trash. So, I mean,
2: I'm trash. That,
0: that was a bad. That was a bad game season for that one. I have not played the new Trash. Day, so, but all I know is those starters are nothing like the original
2: ones. I'm trash.
1: All right, Forky. Oh, well, there he is. He's back. Wonder if he's hurt. I heard the entire thing.
0: Yes.
1: And, <clears throat> and uh, let's not talk about horrible design because coughing, wheezing, Voltorb, Electrode,
2: hey,
0: tongue Those were, okay, they're that not very crazy. creative, but they weren't actual trash bags for Pokemon.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. You shut your mouth. Those are amazing.
1: And every every generation has good ones and bad ones.
2: You shut you your f- mouth. I don't want to be friends with you anymore. From the
0: girls never played Pokemon.
1: And, and no, like, I...
2: I played Pokemon my entire childhood.
0: When? Actually, you played on my 3ds. For Again, I've also
2: it? played on my entire childhood.
0: Remember you ever playing? Well, good.
2: You weren't and around no, like, my entire childhood.
1: <laughs> and no, like I actually like the the fire starter. It just looks bad. You have to remember that look, it's, look. it's, it's, a book by it's based in like it's it's based in England.
2: Oh my god, I just realized all of our weird whispering and everything, like this is not just a Skype call, this is recorded.
0: Oh, I'm aware. Oh, oh, oh. It's <laughs> <That's why I> like...
2: <laughs> Kona's upset about it too.
0: I haven't played the new one, we'll see, but yeah. But no, like, <laughs> you can't be Kona, could
2: you, you not?
1: The fire starter, it evolves into a soccer player.
0: I know. I know. And Ew, it's England, even
2: worse. I mean, makes sense. It
0: does. It just looks. Nonsense.
2: What does it look like? What does it look like? Judge uh, a book by its cover, babe.
1: Here, I'll show just you. A second. Oh.
2: Oh, I, oh, I want to find it. No, I didn't actually care. Oh, this is my mistake. Oh, oh, oh. oh. oh.
1: Just give me a moment.
2: I don't want to oh. give you any moments. I even read the card. Make him stop.
1: Um, there's
0: their first forms.
1: Back. I'm evolving. Does
0: that work? Oops. Nope. Um, drop files to send. I'm not kind of luck. Not working. <clears throat>
2: Sucks to be you right now. Oh, well, fuck,
0: the, the water one doesn't look as horrible as they made it. Oh, wait, that's not the right thing. Yeah, it is. It's not that bad, but... Uh, 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 uh. Guys. Let's try this picture.
2: You want to talk yeah. about derailing us?
1: So... That is the fire starter.
0: Oh, it's not working? Nope. It's It's still not.
2: What do you think it's doing?
0: There we go. There you go. There's the the original storm. Those are the original starters. Oh. I could just see the shorts. You know
2: what I really want? A burger. Ooh, me too. Oh, burger sounds so good right now.
0: Just typed in final form. Is this them? That's not them. That doesn't even look right. No, those
2: look good. A burger!
0: Those are oh,
1: that's the final form of the grass.
2: Somebody get me a. Bird.
0: These are different I people's like versions of them. Some no, it's but like doing look.
2: What you think it's doing.
0: Look at some of these. Oh, l- I mean, oh, no, we're all faces.
2: Fine, I'm Doesn't looking. That look good. Oh, I like the little green guys. cute.
0: This is not what they actually look like. Oh, the little ones, yeah. But I'm like these would be cooler of all forms. Or even this one, guys. This is one. This one. Uh, this one's for all the ladies out there. Ready for this? No. <laughs>
2: Did you get my
0: last one? Uh. <laughs> okay, what, anyway.
1: What? All right, yeah. I'm going to There's out. some latency because I haven't seen anything.
0: You haven't got any of the photos? The Skype chat. It's in Skype chat.
1: Yeah, I know. Oh. The last thing in Skype <laughs> chat is the show notes.
0: Are you not getting the messages from us?
1: No, apparently not.
0: Oh, well, then you're just broken because we've typed in here when we had to walk out for a second. Anyway, you might get those glorious photos later. We should, yeah, we should get back on.
2: All right, take it away, babe.
1: Oh, my God.
0: That's a sound cue so you know where to, you know, start it back up again.
1: Because I'm going to edit that out, yeah.
0: Well, yeah, that's the idea. That was me like... All this was foolishness. All right.
2: I hate both of you.
0: All right, Mrs. Hyman, You're your next reader.
2: I know. Give me one second. I just have to finish feeding this last customer.
0: She's over there playing games. (laughs) That's how disinterested she is in our work here. I did it. The worst. At least you got three stars. If you had got two stars, it would have been over.
2: (laughs) It keeps my hands-occupied and my ADD satisfied. Okay. Let's come come. The last entry. Regarding the spread of nightmares. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. know it.
0: <laughs> I'm going to pour hot coffee on you. Why oh. must we drink? Why must we drink?
2: <laughs> You're ridiculous. Okay. Okay. Regarding the spread of nightmares. Because I'm an edumacated adult.
0: Now you're calling me uneducated because I have problems with speech and reading? Gosh, at least I'm not the one who messes up five times a sentence. God.
2: I don't know if that's a Hey, why'd you bring you me elements. into
0: this? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. oops. I didn't know. I was just going on to our ideology.
2: <clears throat> okay, everybody shut it. Time to read.